0: Well, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I hope that you're rejoicing today, whatever your circumstances. It is always good to join you on Wednesdays at noonday. So today we uh, will be finishing some of these uh, thoughts we've had. Uh, I call this uh, section Timely Answers from God's Word, Proverbs chapter 15, 23. Let me read it to you again. A person has joy in giving an appropriate answer and a word at the right time, how good it is. I love the fact that when I have questions and when I need wisdom and knowledge uh, and understanding, which is all the time, which is every day of my life, I can go to God's Word and I can gain a good answer. How good it is. How good is a good answer from God's Word. And I hope that you are a person who discovers those good answers in God's Word by regular reading of the Word of God, uh, by timing the Word, but also in prayer, speaking with God about your own condition and your relationship with Him. And then, uh, of course, being in being at worship where you hear, where you sing praise to God, hear the Word of God preached, and also uh, are involved in a Bible study class so that you can grow in your knowledge and your awareness of the Lord Jesus Christ. So today we're talking about, last week we talked about baptism. And we talked about how baptism helps us with our spiritual life. Now today we come to what is the other ordinance, the Lord's Supper. And many times I refer to this, uh, to the church as, coming to the table of the Lord. You know, coming to the table of the Lord is something very important and very, very special for all of God's people. The Lord Jesus established that we come to the table of the Lord. You know, all of us, most of us growing up, we uh, came to the table. And when we came to the table for our meal as a family, or we come to the table to eat, uh, there are things we do to get prepared for Uh, Coming to the table, the food is prepared, we prepare ourselves, then we eat together, and then we we go our way. Well, today I want us to talk about this question. How does taking the Lord's Supper as a believer, that's who takes the Lord's Supper, believers in Jesus Christ, how does taking the Lord's Supper as a believer help your spiritual life? I don't know if you've ever thought about that. Now, at First Baptist Church, we practice coming to the table of the Lord and receiving the Lord's Supper every month. And I hope that you join us as you can. Many of you who are listening to me are part of our church. But how does, how does um, coming to the table of the Lord and taking the Lord's Supper help our spiritual life? Well, Paul, talking to the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians 5, verse number 8, Reminds them of the importance of how we come to the table of the Lord and how it helps us spiritually. Let me read it. First Corinthians 5 8. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast, not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with, let us celebrate the feast with unleavened, the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth so what do we what do we learn from this well the first thing we learn is I love Paul describes the taking of the Lord's Supper as our feast just like Passover when the Lord Jesus established the Lord's Supper his Supper uh, he did it there at the Passover meal now we celebrate the feast Of remembering the Lord Jesus and his death on the cross so I have three things I want you to think about that I believe help us improve our spiritual life when we come and take the Lord's Supper I hope as a believer every one of you that I'm speaking with that you regularly come to the table of the Lord and do not neglect the table of the Lord and neglect taking the Lord's Supper it does not save us Uh, it does not give us some special grace but it is That which we've been called to do in observance and remembrance of what the Lord's done for us. I hope that you're being obedient and doing that. So what do we learn from this verse? Well, number one, when we take the Lord's Supper, as Paul says here, celebrate the feast. We celebrate the Lord's death for our sins. It's celebration. It's a very serious time, but it is a serious time that also is laced with joy. Uh, When we think about these words, think about what the Lord said. He said, take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. So we take our bread and we eat it. And he says, do this in remembrance of me. So there is in the taking of that actual bread and eating it. The process reminds us that Jesus Christ is the bread of life, that we must by faith receive him just like the eating of the bread. And that experience of remembering the cross, remembering the horrible and terrible, brutal beatings, and uh, crucifixion of the Lord Jesus' body. He truly had a physical body, fully alive, and He died. He died physically. Christ died for our sins, remember in the Gospel. And he was buried. His body was buried after he died. The Lord said, take and drink, for this is the new covenant in my blood. He was fully a human being with flesh and blood. And his blood was, he bled there at the cross. And his blood uh, signals for us that there's a new relationship now we can have with God. And we, we take the drink, we take the cup, and we take the bread Dear friends, because we remember. So it helps us spiritually to remember the glorious majesty and awesomeness of the cross of the Lord Jesus. How can we ever forget the cross? How can we ever live a day without the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ being reminded of? So when I come to the feast, I come to remember the broken body. A crucified body and pouring out of his blood we also celebrate it together look this is not something you do privately this is something you do with God's people there's something special I love it every time we gather and I'm there standing before the people and I watch and observe we we eat together we drink together we wait on one another till all of us receive the elements and we do it together it is something we do, that reminds us there's another help in our spiritual life we do this together we need each other and when we come to the table of the lord it is our reminder that we are we are not christians on our own we we need one another we need to be with each other so we make it a priority for us to come and it we celebrate our unity in christ jesus christ has died for our sins we've believed on him We all are in Christ, Christ is in us, and we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. And then there is this reminder that Paul says that when we take the supper, the actual eating of the bread and the drinking, we're preaching. Now, you may not think yourself a preacher, but I love to think about it, that this is one of those great things we do. We preach. We preach, as Paul said, the death of the Lord until He comes. So there are some who come who are in our families, there are boys and girls, there are others who are there who are not believers when we gather. And in the actual actions of taking the supper, we're preaching. And what are we preaching? Here's Jesus Christ. He died. His body was crucified for us. His blood was poured out. So we have a new agreement with him. We preach. So when we first of all, take the Lord's supper, we celebrate his death for our sins and we remember him. The second thing is when we take the Lord's Supper, we prepare for it. We prepare to eat it by examining our lives and confessing our sin. Now that helps us spiritually. Listen to the way Paul said it. Therefore let us celebrate the feast not with old leaven nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness. You know when I when I'm living every day, I fall I fall into sin as a believer, I stumble and I I yield to temptation and I, so when I come to the table of the Lord, it is that opportunity like I must do every day, but it's another opportunity for me to prepare myself to meet the Lord and to be clean and to be pure and to be living in holiness without sin in my life with my sin confessed. I wonder today, are you living with, um, on, on a short list, you, you, you're, you've talked with the Lord about your life you've confessed sin to him you've confessed those ways as Paul describes them here these are general words that describe a lot of different sin malice and wickedness oh how we come to the table the Lord would clean ourselves up so my mother used to say wash your hands and take off your shoes my shoes were usually pretty messy because I spent all my time outside so take shoes off clean your face and wash your hands Prepare yourself for the meal. When we come to the table of the Lord, we clean ourselves up. That's why Paul says, let us examine ourselves and then eat of the bread and drink of it. You see, uh, friends, there's something we must do as Christians. The world doesn't do it. You must examine yourself every day and ask yourself, am I living for Jesus Christ today? And when we come to the table of the Lord, this helps you in your spiritual life. When you examine yourself, and you're honest with yourself, you don't deceive yourself, and you say, I need to confess these things in my life. We judge ourselves rather than being judged, and that's why we practice that wonderful truth in 1 John 1.9. You know it. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness for His name's sake. So, when we come to the... Lord's Supper and take the the supper at the table of the Lord. How does it help us spiritually? Well, we, we remember and celebrate His death for us until Jesus comes. Secondly, we clean ourselves up. We confess our sin. We examine ourselves to make sure, oh, I don't need to be doing that. I don't need to be saying that. Perhaps even I don't need to be associating with those people. And then finally, when we take the Lord's Supper, we leave the Supper. And we go out and live with sincerity and truthfulness. Listen to Paul. Therefore, let us celebrate the feast, not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with unleavened, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. As we eat the bread and drink the cup, we leave with sincerity and truth. There's nothing more powerful than Christians who live sincerely and truthfully there's nothing more powerful in our witness for christ you see we meet at god's table so that we might hold each other accountable and also to say we will now leave living sincerely and truthfully for the lord how did the lord say it he said you're the salt of the earth and the light of the world that's who we are so we leave the table ready for service now paul said we are we are children of light, holding forth, holding it out, holding out the word of God to a crooked and, and twisted and perverted world uh, in whom we appear as lights. So we are the light of the world. Let your light shine. So Paul says to us today, I hope this will be an encouragement to you the next time uh, we uh, meet together for the Lord's Supper at the table of the Lord. Therefore, celebrate the feast not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. It's always good to be with you. May the Lord bless you. And I hope that you have a wonderful and good rest of the day. Share this with someone if you think it might be a blessing to them. Hope you can be with us if you're local in our services tonight. And also on Sunday, where I continue to speak to our church, And I'm saying to you today, hope in God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, bless my friends who've joined me today. I pray that you might encourage them. We thank you, Lord, for the table of the Lord, that we can come to remember you, never forgetting what you've done for us, that we might have life. And may we live today in sincerity and truthfulness before all the people we come in contact with. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, God bless you. May the Lord bless you. I hope that you have a tremendous rest of the week.